Okay, welcome back. I am honored to be here with Gavert Rina Erlachman, who has been a teacher at Baron Academy. Is it 42 years now? Yeah, 42. Amazing. So you must have started when you were 9 or 10 by my calculations. <laughs> so we, we are very, very blessed to have you here at Barrett and on this podcast. And I have many questions for you. And one is, how did you end up at Barron Academy? How did that work? Okay. Well, I actually was working a year before, um, you know, Barron Academy. I was working in um, as a Sunday school. I started slowly when the kids grew up and in Bridge Shalom, and there was a principal from Hebrew Academy, and she needed substitute for the rabbi wife. She was pregnant, and they needed substitute for kindergarten for about uh, six months. And uh, that's how I got to Hebrew Academy, and still there, Berlin Academy right now. Amazing. Wow. I didn't realize you started as a Sunday school teacher. That is... Yeah. That's fascinating. What are some of your uh, favorite memories from your your time at Barron? Oh, there are many, really many. I love to do plays every holiday, um, you know, to also create the outfit, um, to cook even. We did, you know, a lot of cooking. also, you know, growing vegetables, I remember. Wow. But honestly, the most favorite one, I have to tell, it was for five years. I I do remember this class. Um, you probably even know the Schneider, Ariel, yes. and uh, the Millers. Uh-huh. Uh, somehow we connected and somehow... We spoke a lot of Hebrew, and we had just fun, constantly laughing and telling jokes. And um, during these five years, we had many people that came to visit us. You know, one time, um, Berlin Academy won, uh, I think it was the basketball game. Right. But we invited uh, Council from Houston, and he visit our class. Um, Dr. Hoffman usually used to come and visit mm. um, and bring some, you know, guests. So there are a lot, a lot of favorite memories that I remember. That's fantastic. So now, when I walk into your classroom, you're an experienced pro. You're having them singing and dancing and moving all around the classroom and. You know, both Ari Kellerman and Stephen Mitzner remembered uh, instances in your class where they were moving around and doing cool things. And I wondered, mm-hmm. did you do that from the very beginning or did some of that come along with time? No, no, not from very beginning. I remember when I got the job, they, they gave me a grammar book in Hebrew, uh, the Siddur and the book. And all the kids knew is to read very well, though, oh. very well. But none of them 
understood what they're reading <laughs> or why they're saying the grammar, you know. And I decided that something needs to be done because it was really very boring. And by myself, I decided that I need some change. I remember I went to visit my own children. Um, they learned Spanish in public school. Mm. And she showed us some movement. So I said, okay, here we go. I did go to many seminars and courses, and everyone there mentioned that kids learn by singing. I'm very bad with my ear hearing music, but at that time I could find cassettes, and I used to listen and stuff and write the words. It's not YouTube today that I can, you know, right. have the words immediately. And slowly, slowly, I by myself, um, started the movement and saw that it's, you know, it's getting somewhere. I remember even when Ari Kellerman's sister was in my class, I didn't have all the equipment that we have now. I used to tell them to talk and then I recorded them on cassette oh, wow. and made a lot of copies and send it home to the parents to hear <laughs> how they... So many years passed from that time. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, one of the things I always say about you, by the way, is, you know, I say if anybody could just show up the first day of class and keep doing what she's doing, it's Gewert Erlichman. But one of the things that so impresses me is that you're here over the summer. You're working. You're adding things to your already amazing classroom. You're trying new things. You're creating lesson plans. It always blows me away that you spend time here over the Thank summer you. trying to get even better. It, you, mu you must do a change. Uh, yesterday, I um, briefly suggested some courses, and I really liked it. It was something that I never thought that you can write creative writing through a cartoon. Mm. I thought that it's really... So I'm going to try. I don't know how it goes, but I'm always ready to try something new because I myself very you know i have to change something i love it i mean it's so inspiring to me that you've been teaching for a good long time and yet you're still always trying new things and willing to try new things you know that that's... because life changes you see now we have i'm talking to you through zoom so <laughs> something that never was done before yeah so, i mean again like i i know when we first went online you know, you were the one who was saying, like, yeah, let me do it. Let me do it. I want to teach more. I don't want to, like, just do, just because, you know, it's all new to us. I still want to do a lot. I love, I loved the first time I was excited when my daughter put me on video and I saw on YouTube myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was so happy. And then slowly, you know, the other. Amazing. Thing. So do you have, like, one method or lesson that you go to, like, if, you know, the day is just not going the way you imagined. Do you, do you have one fallback that you say, like, this always works? Uh, no, I have to tell you, my lesson, it's not one lesson. In one lesson, I divided it to many because I have only one hour, for example, one hour and a half. Right. So I have reading, um, conversation, um, listening, uh, games, 
um, even singing on Friday with the fifth grader, oh, you know. So if something doesn't go, I always quickly switch to the game, <laughs> or switch to the reading, or switch, you know, something. You know, I, you know, I think it's, you know, not always the the lesson. Sometimes, you know, the children start, you know, so then I immediately see now. Nah, it will not work with them. Right. I have to do something else. So. Amazing. How 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 detailed are your lesson plans? Like, do you? Are, I, obviously, it sounds like you're you're flexible. If something's not going well, you'll change. But how mm-hmm. like how do you plan yours minute by minute? Do you have like a general outline? What is what does your lesson planning look like? Uh, my lesson plan is uh, you know first of all I like to come you know as you know earlier you know yes so. Uh, I like to prepare uh, the lesson plan, and I know exactly I'm looking, let's say, for example, uh, you know, we're learning now in um, in fifth grade uh, about Eliezer Ben Yudha, the one that wrote the first um, dictionary. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we uh, spoke about it, uh, children answered questions, and we went over it to see, you know, the grammar. In language, you have a lot of things that you can, either conversation, either, you know, so it's not exactly writing, now I'm going to do this. I know exactly that I want uh, a little bit. When every day I, they read from the blackboard what I'm going to do in the lesson. Beautiful. They know already that morning. I have to tell you, everything I learned, you know, it's not that I... Um, in Tal Am, I, you know, I was the first one that went to the seminar Tal Am in um, Toronto. And she said that you need to write to the children, what are you going to do? Because right. they, they, they don't know. They, you know, they don't want to be surprised. Right. So I learned I love that. about this, you know. Yeah, I've heard there's an expression that, you know, first you tell someone what you're going to tell them, then you tell them. Then you tell them. Then you tell them what you told them, and so like you really bracket it that way. So that's really nice to hear. How 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 would you like your students to remember you when you retire many many years down the road? <laughs> I want them to remember that I know that I'm strict and asking, but I do hope that they will appreciate um, that. They learn something, and whatever I ask them, and whatever I was um, strict about it, they gain something about it. I love that. And mm-hmm. my last question for you is: Where where would you like to see Baron Academy in ten years? Oh, I love to see that we have a lot of students. You know, the most students in Houston, and I would love to that, that we will continue. Um, to teach Judaica and Hebrew, and that we will have a lot of teachers that will dedication um, to our school and work. That is beautiful, uh, and really, they we all have a wonderful role model in you uh, to aspire to. So I really, I, I just can't say enough how exciting it is and, to be in a place yeah. where someone who's been here a long time, still is learning new things, trying new things. It's really, really brave and really wonderful. Uh, I know that I hang up there a walk outside. 
So one of the teacher passed by and she said, aren't you tired of doing the same? No, because every time is something new. So that's beautiful. That's, doing it. that's the perfect way to end. Thank you so much for your time, Greta Erlachman. It has been such a pleasure. You're welcome. You're very welcome. I'm glad that you heard me. I was worried about it. Oh, no, it was perfect. <laughs>